Hey there, this is Sophie Dalton, and I'm welcoming you to the Soulful Warrior Podcast, where we go deep in money, business, spirituality, activism, and living your purpose so that you can go live life on your own damn terms. Follow me on my journey to creating a million-dollar business based on the concept of empowering the divine feminine. Listen closely, and you just might watch all of your craziest dreams come true as we go. Let's do this. Okay, so today was crazy. I learned some things that I want to share with you. And obviously, I'm doing this podcast from my bed. You know how it goes at the Soulful Warrior podcast. And so these lessons, I was just doing my daily journaling as I get in bed. And there are just so many good nuggets that I'm just going to share them. Um, and because there's not, I could separate them out into, let's see, four different podcasts, but I don't know. I want to be an example of you creating content just as you go or of you showing up for things in your business or in your goals or whatever, just as it makes sense to you right now, right? Like there's no need to be overly analytical about it and think like, oh, I should separate this into four distinct um, separate subjects because I don't know maybe that would make more sense but is that what works for you best in this moment so sometimes when I do things that w- might be classified as disorganized I like to feel into that discomfort and then do it anyway because because I think about like, yes, I'm incredibly clear on my success and where I'm going and everything that I'm going to achieve. But I I always think about what story I want to tell about how I got there. So I don't want to get there by compromising my health, my relationships, my mood, um, or any of my values, right? Like, what's the point of being a quote-unquote good person in the world if you're a nasty person to yourself in your own mind or maybe to your family or your roommates or your dog or you know whoever is around you intimately so I always think about how I want my like what story I want my journey to tell and then I live from that space so this is an example of that because I am not judging myself about this so here are just four lessons that I learned today and then I'm sure that I will refund them the first one is that When you are going after your dreams, your business, your goals, whatever it is, I want you to constantly ask yourself, what is this truly what you would be doing if you had one year to live? So, so many people, whether it's um, in entrepreneurship or corporate or whatever else, um, think that, okay, this is, yes, I of course I know my ultimate goal, if they do, uh, if they've done the questioning to realize their ultimate goal, but that's, that's too, you know, I can't, in order to get there, I need to first excel in this job, whatever I'm given. I need to I need to um, succeed within the system in order to be able to change the system, right? Um, Or I need to make money in this way so that I can have the money to create the change that I want to later. (sighs) Oh dear. Yes. So this trapped me for 
a long time, but thankfully not my whole life, right? I'm incredibly proud of myself for doing the questioning to exit this system. That being said, it takes continuous questioning to extricate yourself from from what's happening. And because it's been literally ingrained in us, um, that doubt and feeling that we need to learn things, be certified, um, receive approval, um, have these exterior markers of success before we go claim it for ourselves. But this is why business um, and entrepreneurship is sacred is because when you are creating your, like you are literally taking something from an idea and putting it into the physical world, you are a full force manifesting. So as you're in this powerful creation zone, are you asking yourself, is this if is this my ultimate dream? Is this the one thing that if I knew I only had five years to live that I would, that if I didn't start, I would just totally kick myself for not starting. <sighs> and I just want to tell you that it is safe to be radically you. And in fact, that if you were to commit to this one thing, and if you were to truly own that one thing, as now I'm owning mindset and spirituality and women's empowerment and working with women who want to help other women and to truly change the world. Because I'm owning and pulling into my reality today, my ultimate vision, then miracles are coming into place. Things are shifting faster. Um, I have a less dense energy about me. I am happier. Um, things make more sense. I know that more money is coming to me. Um, right. So just all this stuff because I'm, what's happening is I'm taking my ultimate vision and then I force myself, I like squeeze myself through a toothpaste tube and ask myself, Am I living in alignment with that today? Like, is my business in alignment with my ultimate, ultimate vision? And if it's not, then you shift those those pieces. And it feels very scary inside. Every single time I've done this, I felt like super afraid. And I've had to get on a, a semi-panicky but bashful call with my business coach and my, you know, the people who support me. Um but the thing is that every time you go through this, you've been on the right path. So the actual action steps after you own this next step of who you are, they they get increasingly sm- smaller. I want to say smaller, but like, but it's still it's still scary because you're stepping into who you are. And so if you're rejected for that version of yourself, then that's like the ultimate death, right? So that's why we cover ourselves up with certifications and qualifications and um, other people's programs and course collecting and um, being employed and all these things because it's it's safety. So the next big breakthrough today was that dropping shame is the single biggest way that we can free ourselves. So I read an Instagram caption recently that was about dropping shame and how important that is to um, to our physical health. And I, it didn't really register with me at the time. I was like, I don't really know what that means. Like, what am I ashamed of? But in my physical body, um, I have acted from a place of insecurity and 
and have not felt safe in my physical body because of a fear of being attacked. And this for me runs really deep because my mom and my grandma would um, give me lots of articles on like women being raped and um, just like horrible things that happened to women from when I was very young because they wanted to quote unquote protect me. And I think that came from a good place, but it's also just showing um, the, like the, the amount of fear that they were living in. Right. And so I want to choose a different reality for myself, but I have to notice this and work through that fear. So in that fear around associating my body with being, um, with being victimized, I became very, um, shameful, feeling I felt shame about any kind of like showing skin or feeling sexy um or if my body wasn't perfect and so then when how it feels in my body when I don't feel perfect is like I want to cover up I want to hide um I want to I want people I don't want people to look at me and I want to just like yeah, I don't want them to see me. And then of course that affects my relationship with food that certain food items would be, would be good for me. Or it just, it just creates this limiting mindset around food, right? That like certain food is bad. And if I eat this much or if I eat this thing, it's bad. Because if I gain this much amount of weight, that's bad because it shows that I'm lazy. But then at the same time, I'm gaining weight to protect myself from being too sexy because then I will incite somebody to attack me, right? This is, I'm saying this quickly, but this is literally taking me months of unraveling. Um, and so my weight loss plan, like when I have been losing weight recently in like in a good empowering way and my plan has been like yes of course exercise eat healthy um feel good but it's it's it hasn't been anything extreme because again I'm conscious of the story that I'm telling so I want to do this in a way that feels really good to me I don't want to say that I lost I don't want to be able to make a post that says I lost 20 pounds or whatever um and and have done it by grinding, by feeling really insecure about myself, by doing it from a place of hate, because then I know that I'm just going to ping pong back. So I have to do the weight loss from a place of love, and I have to rewire myself um, for my feeling of safety. So part of my affirmations is that whenever I notice myself feeling anxious or anything like that, I, I rub my heart and I tell myself, you are safe, you belong here. You are safe, you belong here. And I literally just rub it over and over and it looks kind of like I'm rubbing my boob, but that's just how it is. Um, and so I'm rewiring my feeling of safety so that it no longer, so that I can change the shame in my body. Um, and then I just wanted to make the connection that that this pattern, it shows up in in also in money and relationships. So how can we look at shame in like in any area of our life it's just showing it's just slowing us down so much because it's causing this like this like positive negative so we're judging things we're judging ourselves and then um and it's just like all this energy wasted that could be spent being in alignment and doing the right actions so how this might show up with money is if you feel shame around debt or shame around how um not making it as much as you want um 
or shame around how little is in your bank account. If you feel shame or even shame around how much you make. If you feel shame, then that's again a love-hate relationship. And if you just think about this stuff, like food, money, um, friendships, think about it like relationships. If you're in a love-hate relationship with somebody, obviously that's that's toxic. That's not healthy. Why would they want to hang out with you if you are constantly judging them what's good and bad? So instead of these things can just become neutral tools like money, food, um, friendships that sounds a little cold but like these people these things they're they're here for us to grow they are positive experiences for us to enjoy and so when we're judging these things um the things are actually neutral right we're we're really just judging ourselves and we're bringing negativity into our own space into our own vortex so wherever you have like a positive or negative charge around stuff i just I want to prompt you to look at that, that like, even if you're judging your own habits, like, oh, it's not good to stay up late or it's, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's all I got on my mind right now. Um, how you're judging your habits. It doesn't, we, we, you just like, see if you can loosen it and unravel a little bit because dropping shame and dropping judgment is really what's going to free you to, free all of us to move forward faster and create the life that we want to create without feeling like excuse me without feeling like we have to force it okay and this leads me to my third point that our actions have to back up our manifestation so Um, this has been a gradual unraveling for me, which is super exciting. Um, my new daily routine is to write out all my goals. I usually have like three or four big long-term goals and then to identify the two action steps that I'm taking that day to move them forward. And sometimes I have days like today where I was in traffic and, um, and then I taught an in-person workshop and like things just didn't go as planned and so I wasn't able to do those things but but if in general you're every single day you're taking actions towards your goals then you're moving forward right awesome so please start doing that but then the next part of this is beyond those action steps that you're taking what percentage of your day are you actually in alignment with the future that you want to have. So for example, if you want to lose weight or like feel fit in your body, um, and then you write that goal out in the morning and underneath it, you write two action steps that, okay, I'm going to go to yoga and I'm going to eat a healthy salad. Okay, great. That's awesome. You do those two things, you're moving the needle forward. But what if on top of that, you also eat five boxes of crackers and um, talk negatively to your body and um, deprive yourself from human connection and um, and then are basically sedentary beyond that. Well, <laughs> that means that maybe 60, 70, 80% of your day, you are actually out of alignment with where you want to go. So again, if you if if your main goal is to make money um, and you have an income goal for this month and then you take two actions to move forward in the income goal for this month, that's awesome. 
But then if you look at how you spent your day, what were what percentage of it were you stressed about money? Did you pay for um for a latte or a coffee and then resent the four dollars? So that's giving a negative charge, right? Um did you did you did you spend too much time in procrastination and self-doubt about you taking the action steps? So if the action steps to make more money are to go like pitch people, pitch new clients or, or talk to people or post on social media or run your own, uh, run a live stream. Um, did you, did you doubt yourself about that? And did you, did you maybe force yourself to do it? But the entire time you were doing it, you were telling yourself that nobody's going to watch this and that your ideal client isn't ready to sign up with you or that your ideal client isn't in your audience or that you don't know where to find them or that they're not, they don't have the money. So maybe you did the things, but they had a totally negative charge to it. Then, then we're back to spending 80% of our day out of alignment with where we actually want to be. So I just love this, um, this, this formula, honestly, for seeing how aligned you are. Um, because if you took like a, a step, if you took like a 15 minute analysis of how you spend your day, um, you know, and you want to move forward with your health or wealth or whatever. And, and then when you look at how you spent your day, 45 minutes of it was scrolling on Instagram, then are you in alignment? And to what degree, maybe you are in alignment um, in terms of you're starting your business, you're clear on your vision, you're going to yoga, you're, you're doing all the, um, the meditation and the manifestation, all this stuff, but you're still 40% out of alignment, right? So this is, this is a formula for radical accountability. Where are you um, creating a negative story about how you're not going to get to where you're going? And then how are you fulfilling that with your actions? But then the key, again, about to this is to not let shame come in. So when you're looking at this, you're not allowed to judge it, <laughs> a rule here. You're not allowed to judge how in or out of alignment you are because, again, that's just going to slow you down. Any kind of shame or judgment, it just separates us, slows us down, causes over-analysis, and you don't actually want that to happen so why would you do it to yourself and that's like a whole nother topic and podcast of like how addictive it is to judge ourselves because when we're judging ourselves it's like it's like it almost feels good because it legitimizes why we're not where we want to be right because if we were because if our judgments weren't true about ourselves then that would mean that there's zero reason why we don't already have what we want. And that is terrifying. If we can't blame it on something or someone or, um, or a pattern in ourselves that, that, um, that we say is outside of our control, then that means that it really is on us. And, and that we're the only ones, we're the only reason why it hasn't happened yet. Okay. And my fourth note from today um, is the idea of going unconscious throughout the day. So a while ago, I started asking myself one of the questions I asked myself at the end of the day. 
excuse me, it is late, um, is where did I go unconscious? Because if I start my day with my goals and then, and then by the end of the day, I have, um, you know, just like gone off the rails and felt really indistracted, felt really distracted and, and lost my, the mindset that I wanted to have for the day, then I ask myself, where did this happen? And so the more we can become aware of our triggers and what's, what's kind of bumping us out, like what is, what is having an easy time of bumping us out of where we're supposed to be, then we can plan for those and be more conscious when they pop up so that, and then have, um, so that we can react better. Right. So I've just been noticing. So like the obvious triggers are things like family, um, um, feeling shame around your body, um, comparing it to your, yourself to other people on social media or, um, what are other ones? Mm-hmm. Maybe not moving your body. Um, so like for me, if I don't move my body in the morning, then I'm, I'm like 50%, I'm at 50% of brain power. And so I noticed another one today that at about 3 or 4 p.m., I apparently need to have some sort of big break. <laughs> um, maybe it's just 30 minutes. It could be a meditation. It could be um, another little workout. It could be a good conversation. Um, it could be me just going out and laying on the ground and just like recharging with the earth. But that if I don't have this break in the middle of the day, then I kind of, I like stay in my, my workaholic zone and I just kind of unravel and then I probably decompress by eating something that I don't need. So I just love that because it's such a small thing that sounds that Sophie from a year ago would think that that sounds silly and that I should just like power through and... Um, And, you know, I never would have been sensitive enough to notice those things. But if we can notice where we're going unconscious, even when it's not some big painful trigger, then that is how we we regain our power and we come back into control. So that's that's some homework assignment for you or or a question that you can be asking yourself. and this goes back into what percentage of your day are you in alignment, right? Because when you're looking at what percentage of your day you're in alignment, then you see where you go out of alignment, where you get triggered or where you get bumped out. So do you get tired at 3 p.m., 4 p.m.? Um, should you not do more than a few hours of computer work in a row? Um, does this one person really stress you out? Do you hate to, do you always... Um, like does traffic really trigger you or or having to wear certain clothes like I hate feeling uncomfortable in my clothes that that makes me tired faster and it sounds so silly but truly when we become aware of these things then you can just work with yourself so much better like I like to think of working with our own personality system 
like a river. So when we um when we force ourselves into a system that says that we need to compromise or that we need to like meet people where they're at, then often what happens is even if we're in a general situation where we like where we are and what we're doing, um we we end up compromising. So maybe in a relationship, um, in a job, on a team, in an environment, we compromise parts of ourselves because because we're told that that's what it takes to be a good teammate, a good coworker, whatever. But then that just results in feeling like you're swimming upstream a little bit. And so what if, I just want to pose the question, what if instead you radically accepted your strengths and weaknesses and you just doubled down on your strengths and you you said that this is what I'm going to be known for and you went forward with that. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? I hope so. So own and recognize what takes you out of alignment. Notice what part of your day you're not in alignment. Drop all shame around noticing these patterns because it's okay and because you can't change yesterday and because the fastest way to change them for tomorrow is to not have shame around them and because you don't want to give a negative energy, negative charge to any of these tools. And then start to just notice as you notice this pattern, ask yourself, how would the next version of myself change her day a little bit? What would look a little bit differently? What advice would she give me to change this pattern? And then as you pull these things into alignment and you shift just one day at a time, everything gets easier and you get to succeed more without swimming upstream. Okay, I love you. I hope you're having a great day. And I am going to go to sleep. Peace and blessings. Goodbye.